Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey everyone, this is Gabby Santiago. So I wanted to jump on in and ask you all a question. Are you convinced of your calling? You know, I believe that we may not understand the big picture of our life or the complete purpose that God has for us. But I do believe that in every season, God does give us vision of what he's calling us to do, what he's wanting to do in a season. And as we journey on with God, our purpose and our calling will be uncovered more and more. But I want to encourage you to see God and ask him, what is what are you trying to do with my life in this season right now? Because in every season, God has a purpose. He's called us to a place. And many times God also gives us the bigger picture. And sometimes it's things that are just so great that we're afraid to talk about. It's things that we dream about, passions. But we have to understand that those things that God puts in our heart, He puts in there for a purpose. And that is the greater vision of our lives. And I wanted to share with a couple people that we read throughout Scripture that we can also glean from. And so the first one is David. When David was between the ages of 8 to 15, he was anointed by the prophet Samuel. Um, Samuel came basically to a city and he anointed David. Even though David was the youngest of the brothers, he anointed David and that David would eventually be king over Jerusalem. And obviously when you look into the story of David, that wasn't his, he didn't have a glamorous ride throughout his life. He had a lot of opposition. As many of you know who have read that, the story of David, you've read that he was you know, chased by King Saul for many years. He was you know, persecuted. And so, you know, David is a great example of someone who had vision of his life and he had to go through things and many things and had to remember that God was with him through it all. And that if God has called him, God would take him to where he needs to be. Another perfect example is Joseph. You know, he was one of the, Joseph was also one of the youngest of his brothers. And Joseph received a dream from God. And in the dream, um, his brothers and everyone was all bowing down to him, even the stars in the sky. And basically, God was giving him this vision that God would raise him up as a leader. And obviously, that didn't turn out well. Right after that happened, his brother sold him off to be a slave. And Joseph had to go through so much. He had to go through prison. He had to go through just a process, you know. Yeah, I do believe that both David and Joseph, like they knew the greater calling that God had for their lives. And they knew that God was with them. And so even despite what they went through, they still persevered. And another person that I wanted to talk about is Esther, amazing woman of God. Now, Esther was a Jew, but God raised her up to live under King Xerxes. And God gave her so much favor and favor upon the kings and just around that area. And during the time, um, there was going to be a call to basically persecute Esther's people, the Jews. And in that moment, Esther was afraid, like no one knew her heritage. No one knew that she was a Jew and she was afraid to speak out. But in that moment, God used Mordecai to remind her of her calling and why God placed her there in that palace. In Esther 4.14, Mordecai tells her this, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your family's family will perish. Who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. And because Esther was reminded of her calling and her purpose that God had for her, she persevered, stepped out, 
and spoke up to King Xerxes. And as you know, the end of the story, you know, God's hand was upon the Jews and they were saved. And so if you look and just analyze the story of David, Joseph, and Esther, they all had a vision of what God had called them to. Yet they all also went through such opposition, such hardships, but they were able to persevere to the end because they knew their calling from God. You know, it's God's job to take us where we need to be, but it's our job to be convinced of our calling so that we could persevere and obey what God has called us to do. And also remembering too, that when God calls us to do something, knowing that he will accomplish it. And we don't have to be afraid, even though that the task is greater than us, we're facing opposition, things seem so impossible. There's a lot of risk and faith that needs to be required. We can rest assured that God is gonna come through, that God's gonna make a way. And we're just merely his vessels to be used. Proverbs 3, five to six, God reminds us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And I wanna really focus on that last part. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. It is so important that as we do life with God and as we journey, like I said before, we're not gonna know our complete purpose, but as we journey with God, we must have a heart that is willing to submit to what God is calling us, even when things don't make sense, right? Like that verse is saying, trust um, and everything, trust God with all your heart and lean not in your understanding because God's ways are never our ways. Like we would, like David, Joseph, Esther, they probably never pictured their lives to be that way. And so the same thing with us, we can't be making decisions based on what common sense says, or maybe you're already making your five-year plan. We have to be willing to acknowledge God and also know that word acknowledge comes from the word yada. And that means to know, to know God by experience to see what he's done and we just have to remember that God's always been faithful and that's why we have scripture we have the Bible we have these stories as we read the story of David Joseph Esther and many others we get to see God's faithfulness and to remember that whenever we do something that we would acknowledge God in it that we would allow him to direct us and seek his peace and counsel and walk in his way because as we continue to journey on with God he will expand more of the calling that he has for us and we're all in different seasons but no matter what season we're in we we need to ask the lord what is the vision that you have for me in this season god and even though like joseph for example he was called to be a leader to be raised up as a leader but he lived you know years of his time being a steward instead in the prison ward with the prison warden for a season was also even stewarding potiphar's house you know, he, God didn't just automatically take him to that place of being a leader all over Egypt. God took him through a process, right? But no matter where Joseph was positioned, he was found faithful. That's what it says through our scripture, that God was with him and he was faithful in everything he did, even in prison. And so we have to remember that when we have a vision of the greater calling that God has us, maybe God's called you to lead an organization, right? But right now you're still working with someone. Maybe you're still working in a warehouse. You're boxing things. You're doing something that obviously is not where God is going to be placing you in the future. But be faithful wherever God is calling you because the process that God takes you until you reach that position where God has for you, it's going to help you to mold you into the person, the character, and the skills that you're learning now is going to apply to where he's calling you to. And so understand your season because that's going to help you persevere. You may be going through a season where you don't like where you're at right now, but you're going to persevere because you know that this is a place where God wants you to be. Maybe God's called you for a season right now to be under someone, to learn under someone, to support their vision and give yourself fully onto that because that's going to help you with the greater calling that God has for you. I know right now I'm running Living Revelations, but for a season, I was not doing that full time. I was working for a sports company, um, doing marketing there. And in the beginning, you know, I was thinking like, man, like, why am I here? This is not what I want to do. But God ended up using so much from that experience. I learned so much 
that I get to plan out the living revelations and probably even more in the future. But I'm thankful to God that I was there in a season to not just receive, but also to bless that company. And so it's so important that we just get the bigger picture. And it was a process for me. It wasn't like I understood completely. And even now, I don't know it to the full extent that God has for me. But I do know where he's calling me, the burden that he's placed us. And that's the second point I want to make is we need to know that as we are walking this purpose out, that this calling that God has for us, also understanding too, you know, how can we be how can we run with passion? How can we be so convinced of our purpose, of our calling? And that comes from God placing a burden in our heart. You know, like we can't run with passion and we can't be so convinced of what God's called us if we don't even know for sure if God is putting this in our heart, right? And so we need to make sure that we're pursuing things because we believe that God's put that burden in our heart. And I'll talk about Nehemiah. Nehemiah was an amazing leader. He ran with a burden that God put in his heart. When you read Nehemiah 2.12, Right, Nehemiah here says, I told no one what God put in my heart to do at Jerusalem. And so just to go, you know, a few chapters back in Nehemiah 1, God had put in his heart to restore the wall of Jerusalem, you know, because that was Nehemiah's people. But because they were oppressed um, for, you know, years, you know, their city was gone and it had to be rebuilt. The walls had to be rebuilt. And so God put that burden in Nehemiah. And in chapter 1, Nehemiah prays and fasts. And we and as you continue to read on the rest of Nehemiah, God brings favor to him. He brings resources. And God raises up Nehemiah to be leader to empower the city, to rebuild the walls. Um, but the same thing with like David, Esther, and all, all, those, all the people that we read earlier, that we talked about earlier. He also faced opposition, right? If you keep on reading, especially in Nehemiah 6, when the word came to Sanabalat, Tobiah, Geshem, and the Arab, and the rest of our enemies that had rebuilt the wall, and not a gap was left in it, though up at though up to that time I had not set the doors and the gates. Sanballat and Geshem sent me this message: Come, let us meet together in one of the villages on the plain of Ono. But when they were, but they were scheming to harm me, so I sent messengers to them with a reply: I am carrying on a great project and cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it and go down for you? And so Nehemiah had discernment, first of all, that he knew that these people were against him. He faced so much opposition against this wall. But what did Nehemiah say? He knew his calling. He knew his vision. He knew where he was supposed to focus in. And so he disregarded them. And he was like, God's with me. God's called me to this. God's going to make it happen. So I'm going to give my time to this. He didn't even, he didn't even become fearful. And, you know, I want to remind you all that you will face opposition. Like there are going to be people that will go up to you and say, why are you doing what you're doing? You're not good enough. You know, Hardships will come, roadblocks will come. But when we are so convinced of our calling and what our purpose that God has called us to, we will not give in to those things. You know, we're going to be so sure that God has put this burden in me and that God has given me this assignment. We have to be like Nehemiah and run with the burden and know that our assignment comes from God. And when we know that God has assigned us a task, no opposition can stop us. Like today, if someone were to tell me, like, why are you doing Living Revelations? That's not of God or the Discovery of Purpose group that we have. I can literally say, like, no, I know God's put this burden in my heart to help other people walk with Jesus, what it looks like to have a relationship, even our Discovery of Purpose group. Like, I can just continue to walk with conviction no matter who tells me what, because I know God's called me to this. And even in Proverbs 29, 18, it reminds us, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instructions. The Passion Translation says, where there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. And so if we're not walking with such conviction of God's vision for our lives, we're going to easily fall astray. We're going to easily fall to discouragement. When opposition comes, we're going to be weak. We're going to stop. 
But I want to remind you today to really, if you don't know already your calling that God has for you, the vision that God has for you for the season, go seek him. Like we have a God who instructs us. Even in Psalms 32, 8, God says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. So God is a God who wants to counsel us. And all we have to do is we have to have a heart of submission, that we're willing to surrender our will for God's will, ultimately knowing that God knows best for us. He created us. Psalms 139 talks about how even before we were born, all the days of our life were ordained. Like God created us with a purpose. He's our creator. And so he knows what he's calling us to. And so seek God for where he's calling you, for the vision. It's good to ask other people for advice, but we really have to ask God first because only God knows where he's really called us to. I will encourage you all to read the book of Nehemiah. Um, The Lord has really been leading me to read that. And it's a great book. And Nehemiah is such a man of God who feared the Lord. And he had no fear of man. Like all these oppositions that he came from, people were threatening him and saying like, oh, your hands will be weak. But in those moments where people would threaten him, Nehemiah would pray for strength from God. And so we have to remember that ultimately we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, right? Philippians talks about that. And so in this season, no matter what you're facing, discouragement, if things seem impossible, know that if God has called you to it, God will bring you to it. You know, God will fulfill his plan through your life. And all we are to do is to submit and to surrender and to obey and persevere. And the best person that we could obviously look up to is Jesus. Right, Jesus knew his calling. He knew the will of the Father. There was even a passage in scripture where the disciples were like, come on, Jesus, let's go. And he's like, no, you know, my fruit is to do the will of the Father. So Jesus knew his calling, his purpose. He knew that he had to go to the cross to redeem us. He was so sure, even though when the Pharisees would try to say otherwise, or even the disciples questioned him, Jesus knew his calling and his purpose. And so we need to also ask the Lord to give us vision of where he's calling us to. And I want to also introduce this to you in case you haven't already heard. We do have a Discover Your Purpose Facebook group. And we actually also made a Discover Your Purpose workbook that we used in our last conference. And in that workbook, there's three stages. You have the discovery stage, the preparation stage, and the implementation stage. And in that workbook, it's really meant for you to practice on listening to God's voice, reflection questions, and really figuring out what is the calling that God has for you? What is my purpose statement? What is the vision that God has for me? Um, whether it's in the season or a greater picture that God has for you. And so um, I'm going to give you a little bit, a, a little snippet, um, but it is available for purchase for $5. You can purchase it on the link below. Um, but in that, you will be able to, to see basically, you know, what God is calling you, the burdens, and really foster and think about even growing up, what are some things that you enjoy doing? Um, What are some passions? What are some things that you've overcome? Because God tends to use things that we've overcome to help others. And so in that workbook, um, you'll be able to have access to all those different activities. Um, So it's $5. It's a downloadable PDF workbook. And that workbook will also give you access to our Discover Your Purpose Facebook group. And and the purpose of this Facebook group, um, God really put in my heart just to help equip others of what it looks like to pursue your God-given purpose. And we really want to also connect with a community, which is why it's a Facebook group, a community of people who are also being vulnerable and sharing their journey because the journey is going to be hard. But when you see someone else overcoming something, it's going to encourage you. And so we're trying to foster a group right now where you get to encourage one another, um, everyone sharing their journey and their stories. We're also bringing in guest speakers who are thriving and where God's calling them to. And they're going to be vulnerable with you all and share their process and also be doing Q&A sessions. So it's an amazing deal, guys. Definitely 
um, purchase the workbook. I'll put the link below and join in our Facebook group. You know, God has an amazing plan for your life. And if you've been encouraged by this video as well, share this with someone, you know, like this is a season where God's been speaking to me of acceleration. He's wanting to accelerate his plans for the body of Christ. So it's really like time for us to really hone down what is God calling us to in the season. And I did mention earlier that I'm going to give a snippet of building your purpose statement. So we have a formula on how to develop your purpose statement. So the first part is I want to help blank through blank so that blank. And we're all called to glorify God in everything that we do. So in our so that, we need to make sure that we are also glorifying God. You know, that's our main purpose is to glorify him to go and make disciples of all nations. Um, but the I want to help blank is that needs to be your the burden that God's put in your heart, right? And there's gonna be activities in the workbook on section one that kind of help you process. What are some burdens that God's put in your heart? What are some things that you overcome? What are some things that you're passionate about? You want to reflect with God and see God, you know, what are burdens that you've put in my heart that you want me to help others with? And then through is by what means? So for example, mine is I want to help others discover their purpose through online teachings and conferences so that people can experience the best of life and glorify God in all that they do. So that's the formula, guys. I want to help blank through blank so that blank. Um, but yeah, you'll definitely get more clarity um, in the workbook and in our Discover Your Purpose group as well. We, we open that up to have anyone you know, ask questions and discuss and really collaborate with one another. So I really hope that you guys get into it and look into it as well. Um, but I definitely want to close in with prayer. So God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, God. Lord, you know the plans you have for them, God. And you say that you have good plans for us, God, plans to prosper us, to give us a hope and a future. So God, I just pray right now for those who are listening in, God, that you would just give clarity, God, to them. Lord, that you would show them show their hearts, God, where there is anxiousness, where there is fear that has clouded their mind to see your complete vision for their lives. But God, I just pray, Lord, that you would just pour upon them a spirit of boldness, God. Boldness, God, to give up their lives to you, God, to follow you wholeheartedly, Lord, and trusting, God, that you know the purpose and calling you have for their lives. God, I pray for strength right now, God, and encouragement over them, Lord, in whatever season they may be, God, even if they're faced with opposition from family and loved ones, God. I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen them, God that they would continue to run with perseverance, knowing that you have called them with an assignment, God. So we thank you, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. So I hope that you guys have been blessed. And like I said earlier, don't forget to share this with anyone that you believe needs this message. And also, if you haven't already purchased the Discover Your Purpose workbook, go ahead and purchase that. I believe it's such a timely season for us to really understand what purpose and what vision God has for us in the season. So I will talk to you all next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.